A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome back to Mads World. First up, thank you all so much for your amazing messages about last week's episode on my journey to sobriety. It was super rewarding to hear from you all about your challenges with drinking, your efforts to cut down and your motivation to make a difference if you feel that alcohol is an issue for you. So that was really great. This week we're discussing our holiday romance tales. We chat about some of the questions around this, like why do holiday romances always escalate so quickly? Are they love or lust? And can they ever be something more? Up next, you'll hear my chat with Luke about his experience with a holiday romance that didn't quite go to plan. However, before we jump into my interview with Luke, I wanted to share a story with you guys that I actually forgot about when I was talking to Luke. So a few years ago, a good friend from home, let's call her Ariana, um, went on a Europe trip. So a couple of months around Europe and that sort of thing. And when she got back, obviously she had, you know, the the travellers, um, the travel bug and everything. And she told us all about a, a little romance she had with a guy, let's call him Jack, who she met in France and they ended up having a little rendezvous together. He drove her around in his car and, um, yeah, they went and, like, looked at some really beautiful sights and everything and, um, yeah, ended up, like, hooking up and and everything. So um, fast forward five years and I'm at a work party. Um, It's quite common in my industry to have a party with a few different companies and that kind of thing there and I'd had um, one too many champagnes or Proseccos and ended up, um, vomiting all over the dance floor so that was stunning work by me um, anyway I got chatting to a guy he I think he's from Belgium but um, yeah he he was he was able to speak French and everything and um, we ended up sort of um, ended up seeing each other for a couple of weeks we went on a few dates and were hanging out and that kind of stuff and then I ended up putting up a photo of Ariana on my Instagram story because it was a memory from a few years before. And Jack messages me and he says, I know that girl. And I'm like, no, you don't. She's from Australia. Like, it's so uncommon that you, there's no way that you would know this girl. And he's like, no, no, I know her. Um, She was traveling around a few years ago. I was in France and I took her in my car and drove her around. Um... Yeah, drove her around and took her and had a little bit of a holiday romance with her. And I messaged Ariana and was like, you are not going to believe this. So, yeah, now we're Eskimo sisters, which is quite cool. But um, anyway, so I hope you liked that story. But, um, yeah, up next is my chat with Luke. So Luke is my gorgeous friend from Brighton who's moved up to London. I met him through Zaya, who I interviewed in a previous episode all about housemate dramas. And, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy our chat. Hello, Luke. Hi. (laughs) 
How you doing, babes? I'm good. How are you? Good. Yeah, good. It's funny. You know, you know me. I'm a confident guy. Been a little bit nervous for this, you know. Oh, that's totally normal. I'm sure by the end you'll be <laughs> you'll be all lubed up and ready to go. <laughs> 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 All right, well, for everyone um, listening at home, let's get started with our speed date round so they can get to know a bit more about Luke. So do you remember how we first met? I have actually do remember the first day that I met you, obviously. I worked with Zaya and coming back from an, after being out on a night out, we came back and you were the new housemate. We were in really late and she was like, come and meet Mads. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, come upstairs, came up to your room. And you had a certain gentleman caller in. Did I? <laughs> so I was like, I was like, okay, a little bit of an awkward way to first meet someone, but I Love think that. me and you have come on leaps and bounds since then, haven't we? I actually don't remember that. I was going to say the first time we met was when Zaya was doing my hair in your in your hair salon together when you were both working. But yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> clearly I, met, I forgot I met, the first I met you time. That. <laughs> it was like the first week that you had you had landed. In a in that frightful house. <laughs> it must have been my ex the same time um, when Zaya, yeah, same sort of thing Zaya was talking about as well. So yeah, they're all linked up. It does, doesn't it? And how long have you been single? Officially a few years. But, you know, in between then, you know me very well now. I'm a very free-loving kind of guy. <laughs> um, I think kind of like since started working in London the past couple of years, I've just been more focused on work, like... I mean, I've had six promotions in the last 18 months, which I think is pretty good. (laughs) Oh, look at Um, that. But yeah, I kind of, I don't know, it's kind of just taken a back burner since moving up here. Like when I was, I come from Brighton, Mm -hmm. obviously. Like, so when I was there, that was all I was focused Mm -hmm. on was like boys and booze. Do you know what I mean? But since being up here, it's kind of like, you know, best revenge is your paper, right? Yeah, it's weird. I think London is a little bit of a bubble and you can sort of, it's difficult to focus on a hundred things at once. And that's kind of what London offers you, isn't it? Mm, Exactly. I think because there's so much going on and obviously like, you know, you're from you're from Aussie Aussie. Like it's hard mm. because when you move to London, you're rather than focus on dating and stuff. I think you more focus on the friends and the foundations that you have from when you're back home. Like and obviously, like London's a bloody expensive city to live in. Like you've got to focus on work mm. to be able to go out and do these things and you know have that dating yeah. lifestyle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And then, um, how many relationships have you had in total? So, obviously, you've been single for two years now and had a couple of flings, but um, in terms of like serious relationships, serious relationships, like two official ones. One of them, so maybe three actually, because one of them was like an old girlfriend. Oh my god! Yeah, babe. Yeah, both sides of the book. This one, <laughs> <laughs> not a gold star gay over there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was trying to remember what that saying was about the gold star gay thing. I was like, I knew, I knew you were going to know it. <laughs> I think, it, I think a gold star gay is if, um, is if you've never slept with a girl or kissed a girl, and then a platinum gay is if your mum had a cesarean, so you've never touched a vagina. God. <laughs> well, no, my mum definitely. I came out so heavy. <laughs> um, but yeah, apart from that, just kind of like a couple of like. You know, monthly flings over summer, some of them maybe that lasted a month too long, if you know what I mean. Cool. And then how often would you say that you go on dates? So this one for me is, I just, I hate dating. I just, yeah, I just, it's just not for me, you know, obviously COVID's like ruined us this year because 
normally like you know you're in Brighton you're on the you're on the mm. beach you know you're out at all these like cool venues around London and like dating for me I would rather go out like get on a record all day and like meet people that way yeah. I just think I've just got this huge fear of not fear of dating but it's just where I'm so easy going I just think there's a lot of formalities when it comes to dating that I just I, doesn't really go along with me I just find it awkward like you know on like first dates and you're asking questions like oh why are you this way why are you that way like do you think your parents loved you when you were kids like I just I hate that's a direct quote from Leanne my housemate as well like it just (laughs) kills me whenever she comes up with it but it's like I just hate it do you know what I mean yeah and I know what you mean the formality of it all and I think Mm. in London you do have a lot of those opportunities to especially in lockdown when we had a little bit of a break and we're allowed to go to the park that's sort of where everyone was in big groups and getting all of their friends to meet up and meet each other and you can yeah sort of meet people through that way I mean especially for this year like you know before that London like you said it's it's a great opportunity to be dating and it's you know because there's so much cool stuff that you can be doing like and I think this mm. year it's kind of changed the way that we do dating through like apps and stuff. But like this yeah. year, obviously, it's all about like going for walks and you kind of, I think everyone's probably seen a lot more of the like wildlife side of like Richmond Park and stuff this year. It's 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 very challenging to go on dates and find all the cues that you'd normally find mm. on a date when you're drinking. And um, yeah, now I've started dating my housemate. So I think I'm... I'm... Oh my God, we can say this on the podcast as well. Yeah, we can say it on the podcast. It's been announced. I know. So, yeah, I'm not looking for love in the same places that I was. So I think, yeah, I can definitely relate to your... um... You'll uh, you'll love this. I've got, like, this theory, right, right when it comes to first dates. Because, you know, obviously the first date is supposed to be, like, the one that sets an impression and sort of, like, leaves someone Mm. thinking about you. So I've got a theory, right? My first date Mm. is always the zoo... Or the Sea Life Centre, right? <laughs> because I think <laughs> I think you you avoid that awkwardness, don't you? Like imagine this, right? You meet mm. up with someone, it's like, hi, how are you? Say you're like you're just walking around looking at animals. Like who doesn't like looking at animals? Do you know what I mean? Love it. And you can see their favourite animal and you can understand a lot from their favourite animal. Yeah. And also you can tell if someone's a psycho by by their favourite animal. Like who walks into the arachnid like tent being like, Oh, look at you, <laughs> you little hi you little cutie. Like you'd be like definite no. Red flag. Like I had a date a couple of years ago that took me to the zoo and like we drank like a bottle of vodka walking around and it was just like Oh my god. It was so easy. Then by the time you get around to doing the drinks, you've already surpassed that awkwardness stage because it's kind of like when you're in the evening and you're in bars it's like you've already met them before yeah 100 percent. and you kind of you don't have to have that strong eye contact the whole time which is can be a bit intense for some people exactly exactly and it's just a little bit more relaxed it puts you more on like a friend's basis because then it's like you're going to build something out of it yeah no love that and um and lastly in our speed date round what's your usual type of guy like rich no (laughs) (laughs) I don't know like for me I'm kind of it's changed so much over the past couple of years you know my first ever boyfriend was tattooed pink hair kind of like covered Mm -hmm. in piercings had bite me tattooed on the inside of his lip kind of you know my mum is like a polo Ralph Lauren woman was mortified when I brought him home oh god but yeah so and I kind of like went through my blonde stage I think for me now it's kind of because I'm so much more relaxed and focused on work, it's someone who is mm. also in that same kind of like motivated, kind of 
you know, big dreamer, kind of obviously still mm-hmm. tattered and tanned. But mm-hmm. I, I, I like the weirdos, Mads. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, I, like someone I love a weirdo. Who, <laughs> I just like someone who, like, isn't too afraid to be, like, weird. <laughs> yeah, to, and to just, like, even just doing silly stuff. Like, I know around our house you kind of – someone will move in and you're acting all on your best behaviour and stuff and then it gets weird <laughs> and you start, like, jumping around like a monkey and, like, like going <laughs> – <laughs> Like gets yeah. probably like, you know just someone who's is not afraid to be that another thing is mm. like for me it has to be tall like yeah i come from a family of like seven tall brothers like yeah you know i don't know if you remember but in summer i dated that little tiny irish guy oh my god <laughs> who turned out to be sort of like a complete psycho like definitely would be the type to like love the arachnids at the zoo (laughs) (laughs) but I I don't know not that I've got a thing against small guys but I just think part of me thinks that a lot of them are mentally unstable to make up for their height (laughs) what do they call it small man syndrome (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly but who knows I think it's gonna you know 2021 is gonna be different so yeah I mean we're all hoping that we're probably gonna have to start going on more dates (laughs) yeah hopefully we can I mean with this with this new strain who knows (laughs) Who knows? I'm going to start holding auditions in my Instagram DM box. Oh, that's a smart idea, and hopefully the podcast <laughs> could. If anyone fancies Luke out there in the in the world, just reach out. Yeah. Maybe we can set you up. Tell me your favorite animal. <laughs> ask them straight up. Give them their own speed date round, and you can ask them all about themselves. Oh yeah, God, I'm going to have to take a leaf out of um, Matt's world. Love that. All right. Well, so this episode, I'm very excited to share with everyone is all about holiday romances and so you've got a cracking holiday romance story which I thought I could throw over to you and and you could (laughs) you could share um but yeah over to you Luke and then um we can have a little chat about it after and we've got some questions that everyone submitted in about holiday romances so take it away so god thanks man so it's a nice little icebreaker at the start there um (laughs) so Budapest love of Mm. my life I've got a friend called Aggie who is, I've actually, I've got a link, thinking about it, I've got a link you two up because you'd set it off like a house on fire. Um, but we had both recently broken up with, with guys, like we were both respectively dating. And um, we were kind of just like, you know, screw it. Like we need a break because we like both lived in Brighton, they lived in Brighton, constantly seeing them. So we've, we thought, you know, screw it, let's go to Budapest, like to go for a little like, lads like girls trip kind of what happens in buddha stays in buddha kind of thing do you know what i mean yeah and are you, have you been yeah yeah i love budapest yeah so you know budapest is the place that it's let let rip do you know what i mean it's kind of yeah it's pretty wild weird and wonderful and mm-hmm. wild and like you know clubs in broken down car parks and demolished mm-hmm. buildings and stuff it's kind of like everything seems like a little bit of a mandy trip do you know yeah. what I mean yeah 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 um <laughs> so we were sort of we flew over and and on our first night we, we went over for like eight days right and it was completely you know on our first night we went into this club called instant and you know like a movie right where you you walk in and you pay your money on the door and it's some big guy in a leather jacket, mm-hmm. like stereotypical security guy, right? Mm. Open the door and then it's like instant techno music and you're right do, on the dance do, floor. Do, so you've got to sift. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I felt like I was on like a Bond movie where he's trying to find the killer. Like it was just, it was just me about to murder the dance floor. Like. Oh, <laughs> what a one-liner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, uh, 
we went through, went and got a drink, then came back in and we were on the dance floor and we were there for like five minutes. Mm. And uh, next minute, right, I sort of spotted these two guys who were sort of like, sort of circling as like vultures as if we were the prey, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, like normally you have like a code when you're out. It's like just two of us, like, you know, say no to everyone, stick together. Yeah. Here's mine and Aggie's friendship is, you know, we've got this saying and being like shag's a shag. If someone gets a shag, the other one's got to be all right with it and you just do what you've got to do. You do what you got to do, especially if you're going through a little breakup and you've got a little broken heart there. Yeah, and you're in Buddha, do you know what I mean? To see your yeah. dreams. <laughs> so we were like, we were sitting there and, and these two guys were circling us. Naturally, one of them looked like he walked off of an Abercrombie and Fitch billboard. Oh, stunning. The other one, however, looks like he walked off a McDonald's billboard. <laughs> 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 so I was like, oh, God, here it goes. Like, me and Ags are both looking fit, but, like, you know, Aggie was looking extra fine this night. Yeah. She had this, like, new holiday breakup romance glow to her. The glow. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And um, so I was like, the good looking one is obviously about to swoop in for Ags. And lo and behold, they both walk towards. He starts talking to her. I'm left with bloody McDonald's. And um, <laughs> Ronald McDonald's. Sitting there talking, like, <laughs> sitting there talking, trying to like have this discussion. And, and I was like, I've just got nothing to say to you. Like, no. it's just not going to happen. Yeah. So then they walk off. And then Ags like walks over, like, oh my God. And I was like, come on say those three words and she was like what three words and I was like shag's a shag or this that I'll see you later don't worry she was like no Luke he's asked if you're single I was like hang on come again that spat out my vodka lemonade back into the glass (laughs) oh she was being shy yeah yeah kind of like like just asking what's what do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. not asking for my whatsapp but just asking what's what Mm -hmm. she was like yeah he wants to buy you a drink like he's asked if we'd go out into the into the tent and did you go to instant yeah yeah I went there it's amazing it's got all different rooms it's got like a blink 182 room it's got like the 80s room it's got a like a techno room it's insane and then you Mm. and then you go out the back and it's got like the circus tent Mm. Yeah, it's bloody huge, like 101% one of my favourite clubs in Buddha. So we went out the back, started talking to him. Anyway, this guy, right, just imagine, right, you're on your first night, you've broken up with mm-hmm. quite a good-looking guy, and you're like, never going to top it, right? This guy, I'm sitting talking to him after he's just bought me a drink, right? Guess what his job is? What's his job? So he's currently training to be an astronaut. So he's a spaceman. <laughs> Spaceman, get a grip. He's a spaceman. Tell me all the stars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so this bitch, right, was going to, he was going to Oxford and he was in fact on the Oxford swimming team. Oh. And so the reason why him and his friends were there was because they were all training for. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I don't know, what do swimmers do? Like, swimming nationals? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. But okay. anyway, he's studying astrophysics, but obviously Budapest has got all their pools and stuff there, don't they? He had basically flown all of his friends out so that they could have, like, a little holiday. Mm-hmm. His friend, McDonald's, Aggie and actually ended up really getting along with. So then, over the ne- over the course of this next seven days, my, all of mine and Aggie's list of plans that we had made were completely railroaded because instead, yeah. my new Prince Charming had written me on one way guide to Budapest, all the Stunning. best spots, the best stops to go swimming in. Because this guy paid for everything, right? <laughs> we would, like, get up in the morning and be like, oh, there's a car booked. Like, this is where we're going. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Babe, I felt like a complete princess. I was like, Disney, when am I going to get my contract? Yeah, I love that. But so anyway, he was, like, your classic Prince Charming build, like, you know, swishy hairs, like, great to run your fingers through. Ooh. And we just had the most incredible week where mm. it was kind of, like, you know, just, it was wild. And yeah. then it gets round to, like, the night before we leave. So you're actually really liking this guy. He's really liking you. You're thinking it's kind of going somewhere and it's got it's got legs. Yeah, I was like, I was like, because the other thing, he lived, he obviously, he went to a London private school. He's mm-hmm. got a flat in Chelsea. Mm-hmm. This is my one-way ticket to, like. Yeah, having the good freedom. life. I was, yeah. like, I was like. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm out. I'm like, I've already, I've already booked my flight out of Brighton. I'm, I'm moving up, <laughs> flying up to London in ten minutes. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like full blown already. Yeah, so planning your future together and stuff. So then, then you're out the last night before you left, and then, and then what happened with this guy? Yeah, so then he was like, come meet all my friends. So then we went into this bar. What's it called? Simpler Kurt. Simpler Kurt. Yeah, right. God, read my mind. <laughs> I walked over to him and was like, hi. He was like, whoa, 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 like. Stood up, he was like, let me just take you over here and like guided me off to a table on my own. He was like, <laughs> look, he was like, how you doing? How have you been? He was like, oh, Ags, he was like, you can go sit at the table if mm. you like. And he was like, I've just got something that I need to talk to Luke oh about. God. And I looked at Aggie and I was like, wait, what? So he like sits us down and he's like, he kept on trying to back out of like speaking about it all together. And I was like, right, this is where it's about to go down. Do you know what I mean? Something big's coming, um, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. I was like, you're, you're trying to sweeten me up. So then he was like, um, he was like, look, he was like, I'd absolutely love this weekend. He was like, I've completely run away with it. He was like, he was like, it's completely taken me off my studying and my swimming. He was like, but I wouldn't change it for the world. He was like, but I've got something to tell you. And I was like, oh, what is it? I was like, come on, hit me with it. He was like, I do have a girlfriend. <gasps> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh my like, God. Because your girlfriend better not be the one who's teaching you those tricks. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I was like, <laughs> um, I was like, oh my God. Like, and I was like, oh, like shock horror. Like, of course it is. Like, Abercrombie's yeah. got a girlfriend. Yeah. He was like, but we have broken up. He was like, so here's the difference. He was like, I really want to make things work with you. He was like, we tried it one more time. And I was like, oh, look, like, where is she back home? And he was like, oh no, she's actually here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? He was like, yeah, yeah, she's in Budapest. She's been here this whole time. <laughs> she's over there. <laughs> and I was like, wait, right, you say it, right? I was like, shut up. I was like, you're, I was like, where's your girlfriend think you've been this whole time? He was like, yeah. he just thinks I've been doing loads of extra swimming lessons. He was like, but he was like, I've told her today, right? I know, oh, cheating prick. He was like, I've told her. He was like, I've told her today. Like, she knows about you. She wants to meet you. And I was like, there is no <laughs> chance, right? I was like, there is no way on God's green earth that I'm oh meeting your girlfriend God. once you've spent this like last eight days with me. He was like, I came out as bisexual. I started sleeping with guys. We broke up. I broke up with her. And then we've, we've come out here trying to give it another go. I've met you on our third day, your first day. And he was like... And I know she's not the one for me. He was oh like, God. if you dare say, I feel like you could be the one. He was like, God, he was like, he was like, do you feel it too? And I was like, no. No, <laughs> you've like, just been cheating on like, your my, girlfriend my, my little, week. My little space man, you've just given me the world and take it, taken the carpet out from under my feet, right? Oh my God. Uh, he was like, would you would you please come over and just speak to her? He was like, I'm really interested. So she was there in the bar. Babes, there in the bar behind oh. him. And I was like, look. And then he sweet-talked to me. And I was like, do you know what? Fine. Fine, fine. <laughs> I'll do it. I was like, I'm going to have like 15 minutes. And then I'll, I'll do it. I'll come over. I was like, oh just point God. her out to me. He was like, oh, her, her name's Charlotte. I've told her you're a hairdresser. Just comment on her hair. She'll love you. I was like, which one is she? He was like, oh, she's the blonde one. And then I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, why well, she got a walking stick? He was like, oh, no, no, that's her sight stick. She's blind, right? Oh. This this guy has been dating me this whole time because the girl can't even see me. Right? <laughs> he doesn't, She's probably she doesn't been there half the time. <laughs> uh, what buddy, a bastard. I still to this day... Four years on, I've never oh. been more mortified in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just been, he doesn't even need to go behind her back. He can go in front of her face. No, he can go right in front of her face. Oh my god. What a bastard. I know. So I was like, I was like, I was like, Oliver, Ronald, I'm done. I was like, yeah. please remove yourselves from this four seat table. <laughs> Um, so then, like, for the rest of the night, he kept on sending over, like, bottles and stuff like that. <laughs> You're like, I don't want them, but I will drink them. Thank you. 
imagine I've just lost out on an astronaut. Luke, you were about to go to the moon. Babe, I was going to be the first gay to step on the moon. Wow. Move over. I mean, I'm sure that there was gay astronauts in the past. Like, who else would want to spend a lot of all that time up there alone with other men, right? What else were they doing? I know. <laughs> Babe, anti-gravity. Anti-gravity. Nothing's going to hurt anti-gra- up there. <laughs> <laughs> Do whatever you want up there. <laughs> Slip and slide. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> There's all this talk of holiday romance. It's reminded me of um, we're in we're in Malta this year. So me, Sam, and Dan, who've both featured on the podcast yeah. before, um, yeah. I mean, I've had I've had a lot of holiday romances in my time. Babe, I mean, you're a wayfaring traveller. Like I know, I love doing a little bit of travelling, and I always end up yeah getting getting my heart broken by the end of the holiday and getting the post holiday blues from a little little summer boyfriend and that sort of thing. So it's not crying over being home; it's crying over the lost boyfriends. Exactly. Exactly. And I was on Hinge in Malta this year and matched with a guy and we were talking and that kind of thing and he had like a yellow hat on in all of his photos. <laughs> then I went up to the bar and I see at the end of the bar there's this guy leaning against the bar with a yellow hat on. I'm Shut like, up. surely not. And I got the drinks and I like looked down and covered my face and ran back <laughs> to the deck chairs. We're at this outdoor beach club. And I was like, Sam, Dad, I think my hinge match is right there. <laughs> and they look over and we're looking at the phone, looking at this guy. We're like, that's the guy. So then I messaged him and I said, I can see you. <laughs> I said, I can see you. And he was like, come over and say hi. We had a little impromptu date in the beach club. And at this point I was still drinking. So I literally, I think I just necked a glass of wine and had two shots of vodka. So I was, wasn't was feeling so nervous, especially because I was by the pool in my bikini. And I I went over and we had, had a little date and Sam and Dan were just pissing themselves <laughs> sitting over at the deck chairs, just laughing at watching me in action, like having my date. And yeah, we ended up coming out with us that night. We had a great time and it was just a little impromptu date. Babe, I love that. Yeah, and speaking of cheating as well and holiday romances, I have an anonymous submission of a story that um, I'll read out. So the story goes, I met a guy in Croatia at the start of a four-month trip and we kissed but didn't do anything else, just talked every day the whole time I was travelling. So this person was travelling around Europe and so was the other guy that um, she met up with. And then when I went to visit him at the end of the trip, we slept together and afterwards and after they'd been talking every day, he let me know he was in love with a girl he'd met a week before me in Croatia from the start of the trip and she was now his girlfriend and they were doing long distance with him flying to see her in Estonia the next week. So I think it's just such a classic cliche, people cheating on holidays because you get swept away by the romance and the idea of it all being so so far away from everything you're used to I think people just get so it's that idea that it's far away from reality isn't it as well because it's kind of like you know you know it's like why did I say like what happens in Malia stays Mm -hmm. in Malia like or like you know any other country for that matter like it's like exactly and that's how people feel but then um I know with with my ex he went on a a lad's trip to Italy and I'm sure they had a great time at the time but then he comes home and all comes crashing down to earth when I'm like what have you been doing? Where have you been? And it turns out he he had cheated on me while he was over there. It's like, is it fun now? No. 
Probably not when you see your fire Instagram. Do you know what I mean? That's got a heart, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. Um, well, this this brings us to our our left on red segment, which which we call it left on red because when you do get left on Reddit, it has you questioning everything about yourself and your universe and um, yeah, and who you are. So we've got a few submissions of questions from listeners, which I thought we could we could have a chat about because obviously both of us are well versed yeah. in the in the space Maybe. of holiday romances so space god astronauts space. <laughs> triggered space um, spaceman triggered, I'm triggered. <laughs> <laughs> oh god well so our first one um our first question is do you think we catch feelings quicker in a holiday romance and so i had a little story that um goes along with this one and so this one also happened mm. in budapest with um for me and it was this lovely older guy i think he was like 38 let's just call call him um hang on I have to give him a fake name let's call him Ollie um Ollie that was the name of my one babe oh god was that a fake name don't don't answer that um, okay let's, <laughs> let's, let's call him Ollie that's what I've got so we'll call him Ollie but yeah he um because he was working in the hostel he was just lovely this Welsh guy like he'd always get so drunk that he would just forget how to speak English and only be able to speak in Welsh and <laughs> and, and it was Welsh is English no like proper Welsh like you know how they say pop de ping instead of microwave and like they you know <laughs> like they say full on Welsh <laughs> like he couldn't speak English anymore so he'd get so pissed he'd just be speaking in Welsh the other thing he could say was kutch which is like a hug and he'd just keep hugging me and kutch. stuff. we used to say that in Brighton like you got a kutch for me. Yeah and um yeah in terms of catching feelings quicker like I think because we hung out every day I sort of thought like I was just falling for him so fast and mm. you just hang on to every little thing they say. Like he'd come into my room at night and be like, oh, we're not allowed to stay in the rooms with guests because, you know, it's kind of against the rules and we don't want to get in trouble with like, you know, anyone saying we're doing things or putting pressure on them or whatever So and stuff like that. But he's like, I just wanted to say goodnight. And like you just know with people working in hostels that they just shag everything that moves and oh, it's all like you're not special. But I was just – Oh, God, honestly. And I was just so infatuated with him. And then I got home. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like, why was I getting feelings for this person? It's so random. Me, me and you having our little five-minute romance. Oh, honestly. But, man, I'm in love. I don't know. Like, I think I think 100%. I think, I mean, we're already already the kind to fall in love over, after two minutes yeah. anyway. But they didn't even have to say hi to us for us to be, uh, no. you know, walking down the aisle. <laughs> But I think, I think, yeah, you know, it touches on what we were saying earlier. Like, I think because it's that aspect where it's, it's not real yeah. life. It's not, you know, you know, you haven't, you know, you can touch on like what your jobs mm. are and what your your personality is, and you know, like when you're on holiday, you've got you've got an end yeah. date. Like you've got the end date. Yeah, you've got you've got a flight out of there. So it's like it's like you're always going to fall in love more because that fairy tale's already had its ending. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that fairy tale's already had its ending. Without thinking, it's kind of like something sub- sub- subliminally, like, you know, you know it's going to come to an end, so why not make it the most heartbreaking romance you've ever had? Yeah, and I think you um you thrust yourself into it fully because you know there is an end date, so it's sort of there's no going too fast because mm. it's all gonna it's all gonna end so quickly. Right, Lizzie McGuire. I know it's a fictional <laughs> movie, but right, she goes to Rome, falls in love with a pop star. <laughs> yeah, falls in love mm. with a pop star. She's going riding around on these like mini mopeds, which I think is so 
true for like holidays because you just do you meet locals next minute you're on their moped riding around the city and then you're up on stage in front of thousands of people singing this is what dreams are made of i mean it happens to everyone doesn't it (laughs) (laughs) but i think like with my lovely astronaut i was definitely picking like color schemes for our wedding and how many kids we're gonna have 100 percent, totally and i think that brings us to the next question that someone's asked is is it love or is it just lust and i think um i've got another story classic um of a guy i met in (laughs) montpellier um, last year on a work trip and it, I ended up extending the work trip. I was there with a friend as well. <laughs> and um, and he, I think there was a little bit of like lost in translation sort of thing because his English wasn't the best, but he, he kept saying, I love you. <laughs> He kept saying, I love you. I love you so much. And I'm like, I don't think you love me. Like we've met (laughs) two days ago. But I think to him he was trying to say like, I like you romantically. But he's saying, I love you. I love you. And like he was gorgeous and fit and everything. And and I'm thinking, is it love or is it lust? And I'm just like, it's never going to work in the real world. It's just sometimes they're so, yeah, the whole idea you get wrapped up in it. And it's that because you get wrapped up in it, right? You're, you're, your head's deep in a fairy tale book, mm. right? You haven't, you know, there's an ending, but you're not, not quite sure of mm-hmm. when and where. Mm. But it's for that reason that I think in the in the moment you probably see it as love and it's like mm. bloody hell, like all my friends know me for gay for saying like, Oh my god, I'm in love. Oh my like gosh, and everyone's like oh, say it who with now. <laughs> yeah, and I think as well, like, um it's it's all subjective, isn't it? So when you're in a situation, it can feel like the whole world and your world's kind of just shrunk to that tiny little holiday where everything's good and mm. you just wake up every day and have breakfast at midday and you have crepes every day and you have a fresh orange juice and then you yeah. go and get pissed in the night and it's all just a lovely dream and it's sort of like if that is your little universe at that time then it just seems like it just seems like such a massive part of your life and as soon as you leave you like give a little head shake like whoa what the hell was that <laughs> yeah because I, I don't think like you know reality hits mm. until until you get home mm-hmm. because it's like I think that's what makes traveling so addictive mm. like I mean, look at you. How many years were you supposed to be here? And now uh, you've been here forever, haven't you? Oh, yeah, I've been here for four years now. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. And then this one, I guess, is directed more at you. Would you ever meet a holiday romance post-holiday? So for me, I don't think I've ever met a holiday romance post-holiday. I'm trying to think. Um, there was one guy who <laughs> – there was one guy. This is so funny. Um he messaged me about the podcast. He's like, you're doing really well. I really like the podcast. I'm enjoying listening to it and that. And I, I'm looking yeah. at his photos. I'm like, oh, you're quite gorgeous. You're quite fit. And this was before I was dating my housemate. But I was thinking, I was thinking, oh, this is great. Mads World is, you know, sorting me out with the hot boys. And then he's like, you don't remember me, do you? And I was like, no. And he was like, Shut he up. was like. Uh, you stayed over at my house when you came to Wales two years ago. And I was like, what? He's like, we spent the whole evening together. We met at Bingo Lingo. I met your friend, Amy. I was like, I don't even remember you. Hang on. Can we just can we just <laughs> touch on the fact that you're going to Bingo Lingo? Please, is this a bingo night? Yeah, it was like a big old bingo night in a hall with like tables. Maddie it was, Carty, it was amazing. Mads World is going to bingo nights and picking up Welsh boys. Honestly. I am here for this. <laughs> it was right. amazing. I remember. Remember the night, I just don't remember this bloke. And I mean, he's probably listening to this now. If you're out there, hello. Um, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't know. I think, like, you know, touching on my lovely space map. Yeah. When I first got back, like, after the holiday, he was, and he got back, like, a week later, yeah. he was ringing me and stuff. And I think because in that instance, I was still weirded out, I was still a little bit mm. like, 
Yeah. Now it's been a couple of years. I probably would meet him because, yeah. you know, I've spent that week with him and I think he's a hoop. Like, yeah. obviously, you've got to see now that we're in our own actual reality and we're back home. Like, that's where it's like, you know, I was saying, like, it might not continue as a fairy tale because yeah. you're not in this sort of like airy fairy mindset. It's so much more real. Yeah. I might work too hard. He might work too hard. You just might not click as much as you would in on unknown territory. Yeah. And I think on, on um, programs like Love Island and stuff, that's so, so re- relevant because, you know, they have the romance mm-hmm. and the holiday. There's no outer influences or anything. And that's why so many of those like manufactured and artificial relationships don't actually work out in real life because they don't have any of those other, those other factors affecting the them. The thing that I, I love about like natural dating and, and also like dating like on holiday like it's organic you've got you've got a mm. organic natural mm-hmm. attraction to someone do you know what I mean like and that's mm. I, that's why I yeah, hate yeah. dating apps like I'm not really a dating app kind of guy it is so manufactured on there isn't it it's so not natural and it's just for a little bit forced sometimes so I think you're either a dating app person or you're not to be honest you know it's 2021 mm. you know we'll see like I'm gonna have to start it's the new it's the new way as soon as we're not gonna be able to be I'll say that in a, a G-A-Y in Soho, like, grinding on randomers to oh, get their seriously, numbers. seriously, it's so <laughs> sad, isn't it? I'm so glad I've got my little boyfriend now to, to worry about grinding on randomers for the moment. <laughs> 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 oh, this ties us over nicely as well to our next question. So can it ever be something more? So you were saying you would meet up with um, with someone you had a holiday romance with. And yeah. So I have a couple of friends that have met guys overseas. Yeah. So last year in Bali, one of my friends um, met a guy from England over there and she was convinced that that, that was a, a situation where she felt like she was in love and um, and felt like a real connection and stuff and then ended up flying mm. over to Vietnam the following year to meet up with him. So, um, yeah, like I definitely think a romance can be something more. And, and our lovely Zaya, who was on the podcast um, in episode seven. Oh, God, love of my life. She was actually on holiday in Miami. And we're going to do an episode about this soon, about unlikely romances. And she matched with – she was on a family holiday in Miami and she matched with – Matthew, her current boyfriend in Miami, and he was on a family holiday, and there was lovely Matty. Shout out to the big guns. Yeah, she she ended up sneak. They ended up sneaking out together and and hanging out, and now they've been dating solidly for a couple of years. So so yeah, do you think it can ever be something more than a holiday romance? I think, yeah, I do think it can be more because that you could get home and that that whether it's lust or love, you know, it's like the fight or flights and yeah. isn't it? It's kind of like your body craves something from people so if you get home and it's like oh my god like I've got to see you again Mm. it's like a yearning isn't it totally and I think as well um just having that as you said like that organic connection with someone that you know if it's not artificially created through dating apps or through a situation where you're forced together and stuff um uh yeah it can be it can be something really special and I think that's why yeah I know I keep talking about my boyfriend I'm super excited about it but um, <laughs> but yeah I think that's why why that's worked out so well because it's sort of just like we became such good mates first and it sort of unfolded really naturally so yeah I, I understand what you're saying if you're if you kind of build a connection with someone and um yeah have that have those natural relationships that's really important and, and especially if like whilst you're on holiday they're like the best shag you've ever had in your life yeah. like who doesn't eat a bar of chocolate again that they've loved before Oh, Luke, that is a stunning quote. That's gone straight on the social media after this. <laughs> Genuinely, yeah. I think, and I think that's why so many people. I mean, especially women. I'm not sure about gay men. I mean, please correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, if you sleep with someone and it's just like magical and amazing and wonderful, it just like heightens all of your feelings and emotions. I mean, some people can get instantly turned off and grossed out. But gay world is the worst ones for sleeping mm. with with exes and. 
and past things because it's it's not easy like they're easy but it, it's yeah. easy like you know it it is you skip all that awkwardness it's almost like when you're when you're hooking up with an ex it's like it's, it's like it's a holiday romance because it's got this ending to it 100 percent, and i think as well um in that same breath it's like the holiday romance that you've had they come alongside all of those happy memories of being on holiday and being happy and being free and eating what you want and going out and yeah they bring that with them when when you're back with them <laughs> yeah so i guess that that sort of comfort comes with it the same way that when you're sleeping yeah with an ex or whatever it is well that was our last question submitted from every everyone out there listening and thank you very much for everyone for submitting those but um yeah thank you so much for joining the show Luke I just wanted to know is there a, is there a note you wanted to leave it on or something you wanted to say to everyone before we wrap up I guess when it comes to holiday romances just be careful you know the Abercrombie and Fitches of the world sometimes a, d- a dude can be so sketchy that he looks like a portrait you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> um other than that you know I just think you're doing a great job when it comes to this it's certainly it's definitely my favourite thing to be listening to at every moment of the time. Thanks, Lukey. Yeah, I think um, one of the main lessons we've one of the main lessons we've learnt from from everybody's stories is just trust your gut. And so I guess if something seems too good to be true, it probably yeah. is. Except when it comes to my boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> that and already eating chocolate bars. <laughs> yes, exactly. That was a stunning little quote. I'm gonna have to, di- I'm gonna have to dig that one out. <laughs> All right, beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining the show, and I'll chat to you soon. Yeah, speak to you soon. Lots of love. I hope you enjoyed my chat with the lovely Luke. Please do let me know on my Instagram. It's at madsworld.mp3 if you've got any stories or thoughts of your own to share. Love and elbow taps. Peace. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.